podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. It is Friday, December 31st, New Year's Eve. So wishing you all a very happy New Year. Have a good weekend. Enjoy yourselves and obviously be careful. Stay safe out there, as the man Trevor Downey always says. Liverpool play Chelsea this weekend, folks. And Chelsea are in crisis because they have three injuries and three players who are a doubt. This is considered a crisis at a club that have spent billions building their squad. Romelu Lukaku has come out in an Italian interview and said some things. Now, the interview was given weeks ago. It was only released yesterday. What most people have seen is not the actual interview or the actual quotes of what he said. What they've seen are made-up quotes, altered quotes by the spoofer Fabrizio Romano, the self-promoting dickhead, lying about what happened and what's, what was said. What Lukaku said was he feels really good. He's not happy about not being in the team at Chelsea, which was the case at the time. Thomas Tuchel was playing a different system, so it was up to him, Lukaku, to adapt and keep working hard and be professional. That's what he said. There's absolutely nothing wrong with what he said. Romano tried to make out that he was critical of Tuchel because that's what Romano does. This is a man who who once published an interview on his Facebook page with Wes Schneider. An interview Wes Schneider never gave. It was entirely made up, entirely fictional. If you want to know how Fabrizio Romano got his start and became in any way known, that's how. That was the first big thing Romano did that gained him a a bit of traction and a lot of fans. He made up an interview with Wes Schneider that never took place, that Inter Milan and Wes Schneider both publicly said did not happen. He was told to take it down. He never did. He never apologized for it. He just carried on as if it hadn't happened. That's who Fabrizio Romano is. So if you follow him and you believe that he knows anything about anything, you need to have a quick chat with yourself. Lukaku has said nothing wrong. It's a storm in a teacup. It'll blow over. Chelsea have a couple of injuries. Reese James is out. Thiago Silva is out. Ben Chilwell is out. And then they have doubts over Christensen, Timo Werner, and Ruben Loftus-Cheek. So the one area they are hit badly is in the wing-back positions. James and Chilwell are their starting two. Now, Alonso's played pretty well this year, so he'll just slot in on the left. And in fairness, since Tuchel took over, Alonso probably played about 50% of the games before Chilwell got hurt anyway. James is the bigger blow. He's been very good this season. They played Pulisic there in their most recent game against Brighton, and it didn't work. In the past, they've played Hudson-Odoi there, and it's worked at times against bad teams. I expect they'll play Aspilicueta there. I think that's what they'll probably go with. But it all depends on who they have available in central defence. Rudiger will be one. You'd imagine Chalaba will start. It depends on Christensen. If he's fit, he'll start. If he's not, Aspilicueta will have to start there. 
and then maybe it is Hudson Odoi as a wing back. They'll still be strong, and Liverpool aren't going into this game at full steam either, obviously. Andy Robertson is suspended. Nat Phillips is injured. Thiago is a doubt. Tacky is a doubt. Divock is a doubt. Adrian has a calf strain. And obviously Harvey is out for for a while. Um, so we have just as many injuries as they do. Andy Robertson is obviously a key starter and Thiago is more important to us than any of their players are to them. So those two would be big, big losses if they miss out. You'd like to have Tacky as an option off the bench. You'd like to have Divock as an option off the bench. We are fortunate that Costas will play instead of Robbo and he's been very good this season. But we have we have nobody really who can replicate what Thiago does. Nabi can play that role, but he plays it slightly differently and hasn't been quite effective. Klopp has just said that Thiago's definitely out. So there's some bright and cheery news to start the weekend. Um, that's a big blow. That is a big, big blow. Um, so hopefully, hopefully Klopp picks his midfield on merit. If he does, it's Ox, Fabinho, Nabi, but I'm more expecting Henderson, Fabinho, Milner, or some other combination that he finds in the depths of hell. Um, we'll move on. We'll move on. We won't get too bogged down. Um, on This Is Anfield, they have a collection of their favorite pictures from the year featuring Ali, Divock, and Mo. I think obviously. Alison is probably a lot of people's favourite image of the year. Carl Matchett, the great man. Oh, Klopp has said we have got COVID cases, which isn't great. Isn't great at all. Who are they going to be? We'll have to wait and see. So, in all likelihood, the team changes quite a bit. Um, it may get to a case where that game gets called off. If we've got a bunch of COVID, it, it, may, get, it may get called off. Um, Carl Matchett has done half season ratings on This Is Anfield. He's given Allison 8 out of 10, Trent 8 out of 10, Virgil 8 out of 10, Ibu 7, Matip 8, Robbo 7, Costa 7, Fab 8, Milner 6, Henderson 6. Might have to have words with him. Might have to have words with him. He seems to be about an 8 out of 10 some weeks and a 4 out of 10 the others. He's maybe had one 8 out of 10 games so far this season. He's had a few 7s and the majority have been 4s. So we'll we'll be having words with Mr. Matchett later on. Don't you worry. Uh, Thiago an 8, Naby a 7, Ox a 7, Mo a 9, Sadio 7, Jota 8, Bobby 8. Has he not given Divock? He hasn't. The heathen. The heathen, he hasn't given Divock a rating. I want you all to go on Twitter, at Carl Matchett, and ask him why he hates Divock Origi. Just ask him outright, why do you hate Divock Origi? Um, Liverpool fans baffled by Garth Crooks' brainless team of the year mission. So Garth Crooks, the absolute spoofer that he is, has put up his team of the of, of 2021. Um, Ederson in goal. I'm not sure what planet Crooks lives on, but absolutely not. Trent, Ruben Diaz, and Antonio Rudiger as a back three. 
Again, I have no idea what, what that's meant to be. Reese James at right wing back. Bernardo Silva at left wing back. Gundogan and Rice in midfield. I mean, really? Rice? Gundogan? Gundogan was great last season. He hasn't been close to his best this season. Rodri should be in there. I'm not sure Declan Rice warrants the place in the team. And up front, he went with Bakayo Saka. I mean, he's he's been good, very good, but he hasn't been a patch on Mo Salah. Mikel Antonio? Really? And Phil Foden. I don't really have a problem with Foden, but Antonio shouldn't be there. Saka shouldn't be there. I'm not sure James should be there. Certainly not if it means Trent in a back three. Bernardo Silva as a wing back is bizarre. Uh, all in all, just a very, very strange, strange thing. Uh, Jack Moore, one of the tweets of the day. <laughs> Graphic content. This is Gar Crook's team of the year. I'm experiencing blurry vision. These are the actions of a disturbed individual. I hope he gets the help he need. Uh, Sachin Nakrani. Trent Alexander-Arnold at right centre-back. Bernardo Silva at left wing-back. And Mo Salah. Sorry, no Mo Salah. Ladies and gentlemen, a Garth Crooks masterpiece hanging in the Louvre. Henry Jackson, I've long held the opinion that Garth Crooks is the worst pundit out there and there are plenty to choose from not picking Mosala in the team of 2021 has sealed the deal. Uh, mining guys made Stu, Darth Hyperbole, uh, Darth Hyperbole, sorry, Darth, Darth Hyperbole. Uh, as if you needed more proof that Garth Crooks is a brainless moron, leaves Salah out of his team of the year, but he leads the league in goals and assists. Uh, there's some other good ones here. Some absolute belters. Sean McIver photography. I'm now 100% convinced that Garth Crooks is actually a social experiment. I've been saying this for a long time. If you listen to Two Footed, I've been saying this for a long time. Garth Crooks does not watch football. Garth Crooks watches Spurs play. He doesn't watch any other games. He watches Spurs. He picks his team of the week based on who scores. But he's clearly done this for a reaction to try and drive numbers to the piece. In all likelihood to try and convince the BBC to extend his contract. Uh, Leon are looking to sell Jordan Shakiri after just four months, allegedly. Uh, there are reports that Leon would like to sell and move him on, which is a bit, a bit of an odd one. Lekip are reporting it. Um, they want to raise funds for Sardar Ousman of Zenit St. Petersburg, who I don't know that he'd be a great signing for them, to be honest. Um, I haven't watched a ton of Leon this season. I didn't think Shaq made sense for them anyway. When you looked at the players they had, Paquette plays a very similar position. Uh, he's had to move to accommodate Shaq. And, yeah, it's a shame it hasn't worked for him. I hope he goes somewhere and, and it works. I hope I, I, I love Shaq. I hope he has, has a good end to the career. Uh, Liverpool could repeat Andy Robertson transfer trick for promising Scottish teenager. Uh, this is about the kid at Aberdeen, if I'm not mistaken, Calvin Ramsey. Uh, meant to be very, very impressive. 
fees of around three million being mentioned. Uh, Newcastle, Leicester, and Watford all in the mix. I'd be quite interested in seeing Liverpool going and trying to sign Nathan Patterson from Rangers, the 20-year-old right back. Very good attack-minded player, played under Gerrard for a couple of years, was developed in a similar style to how Liverpool fullbacks play. So he could be a very interesting one to bring in. Everton want him as well, so it'd be hilarious just to take him from under their nose. But, you know, get him a 20, develop him for three years, have him back up Trent and then sell him on at a a tidy profit. That would be a good bit of business. I don't know much about this Ramsey kid. He's meant to be talented, but, you know, 18, it's always hard to judge. Uh, Liverpool told free transfer decision made as Jurgen Klopp can agree 22 million reunion in two days. Uh, this is, I assume, is about Matthias Ginter. Yeah, Matthias Ginter will leave Borussia Mönchengladbach at the end of the season on a free. Klopp brought him to Borussia Dortmund from Freiburg back in 2014. He wouldn't be a bad depth centre-back. I mean, he is a good player. He can also play as a holding midfielder. He hasn't played as a holding midfielder in, in a while. But yeah, he's um, he's a solid player. You definitely wouldn't say no on a free. You definitely would not say no to Matthias Ginter on a free. If Nat Phillips goes in January, he wouldn't be a bad player to bring in as a fifth centre-back, I mean, if Matip were to leave or if Gomez was to leave, obviously he'd become one of the four, but certainly would be a good addition Could play as that holding midfielder as well, if needed. Liverpool are 24 hours away from potential FSG transfer masterclass as star departure announced. This piece, I think, is about Dennis Sicaria, so we'll just move past that. But unfortunately, I don't see that one happening. Um, Philippe Coutinho faces fresh transfer dilemma as Liverpool inquire about 45 million Brazil teammate. This is the Media Digest piece. A very interesting offer made allegedly by Liverpool to Frank Kessie, who's on a free in the summer. Uh, There's a bit about Shaqiri, a bit about Bakayo Saka, uh, a bit about Eder Militao. Liverpool apparently having some interest there. Coutinho linked with a return to Brazil. Flamengo apparently interested. Um, he'd need to, need to take a pay cut. And I think Barca would need to give him away on a free. Uh, but yeah, that's that. Not a whole bunch going on. Uh, on AnfieldIndex.com, there is a piece entitled A Must Win Midfield by Stephen Smith. Obviously, with the news about Thiago missing out, um, it's not going to be there this weekend. We know that for a fact. Uh, Podcast-wise, we have, f- well, three new podcasts up on on Anfield Index Pro. There is the latest Moby on the spot. There is the latest Under Pressure, which w- was the return of Gags Tandon. About time he did a podcast and just didn't leave it all to us to carry, you know. Part-time podcasters. Tandon's a hobbyist. We do this for real. Tandon just drops in and out. Um, unless I can drag his ass on to an old school. 
And then we've got rival recon Harry Setti joined by Sam Inkersoll from Football London. That'll be a good one. We've got scouted recording at three o'clock. And we have the main original old school Anfield Index podcast recording tonight. Trev and Co will be on board for that one. Um, that's it then, folks. That is, that is my lot for the day. You enjoy the rest of your days. Take care of yourself. Have a good new year. Don't do anything stupid. Drink as much as you can. Eat as much as you can. You can regret it tomorrow and then you can start afresh on Sunday. It's all fine. It's all fine. Anything that happens tonight doesn't really count. So that's my advice. Do what you want and uh, worry about it tomorrow. See you. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.